Alright, quickly, I just want to make sure we're going live because uh, it is going to suck if we don't. Son of a bitch. Oh, okay, we are live, okay. So hey everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh yeah, we haven't done it in two weeks because we've both been busy with um you know, I've had school, and uh, we just finished the PSSAs and whatnot. So it's been two or three weeks since we did the last episode of Tech Talk. But we're back. We're back. Woo! Um, I would just like to say that uh, the iTunes stuff, yeah, that's that's done. Um, well, iTunes wasn't really getting enough hits for it. Um, and I thought about it in depth, and it's useless because... Uh, people probably want to see the pictures and stuff with the topics. Uh, plus, with YouTube's new thing where you can, like, you know, watch a video, stop watching it, and, like, close your browser and come back later. Um, you know, that's that's really nice. So, you know, you don't really need podcasts as long as you have YouTube. Um, so, uh, oh, sorry, I'm on the wrong topic, guys. I don't know how I ended up there. Um, <laughs> whoops. Uh, yeah, we don't have that many topics today, actually. Um, it's just us two, so it'll certainly be longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to let's, let's let's get into it. Amazon unveils streaming media device. Amazon's plan to ruin or to rule your TV. I love the idea. Question is though, if I got this, would I have to pay for Amazon Prime? Because if I did, uh, it'd be like, yep, yeah, get out of my house. Probably. They'd probably work that in somehow, like, in order for you to get your content then. Then, you know, like, obviously your music and stuff. It'd pretty much be like an Apple TV. Oh, yep. On Wednesday, the community is Yep, including streaming shows. Oh, no, including. All right. So the device will cost $99. $99? That's how much the um, Apple TV costs. Yeah, um, as well as the fact that uh, it, it doesn't say that you'll need Amazon Prime here, but, um, you know, never know. A lot of companies are doing that now where they need Amazon, where you need their service to actually do things. Mm-hmm. By the way, you guys are probably notice I sound different. It's because um, I went with the more comfortable option today instead of my big bulky headphones. And I recently learned how to hook my wireless turtle beaches to my computer. That's why I sound better, or that's why I sound different, because um, these are a lot more comfortable to wear. So I think um, he sounds the same. Yeah, he would. 
Um, Apple iOS 7 versus Android, side by side. Yeah, now you can see exactly what's copying and stuff. I would have to say, though, that Android did copy one thing, at least by its development. Like, with the Samsung Galaxy S5 that's going to be coming out, it will have a fingerprint sensor on the little home button that it has. And Apple already had that in place, so, you know, props on Apple for coming up with that sort of technology. Well, we don't know if they stole it. Maybe Apple could have stole it because... Think about it, the Samsung Galaxy S5 has been in development since about a month after the S4. So I'm sure they were planning things. So we really don't know at this point whether they took it or they were the ones with the original idea, but Apple made it first. Yeah, they're the ones who actually implemented it first into the first into the hands of the population. So, you know, it's like on our last show, we talked about that big lawsuit that was with Apple and someone else. I forget who, but... I mean, Apple, I forget, uh, because it was so long ago. I think Apple sued someone over something, because, you know, that's all we do in America anymore, is sue over every little problem we have. Yeah, we, yeah, it's like, this guy, he needs to put his foot on my lawn. I don't like it, so. So, I'm going to go into opinions right now, because we're not a newscast or anything. We are a podcast. So we're allowed to express our own opinions. Personally, um, I used to have an iPhone, and if you were a fan of my old channel, you know this. I did a lot of videos with my iPhone. I did a lot of videos on my iPhone. There's a difference between the two, just so you guys know. Um, sorry about that, if you heard that. Um, but yeah, since I have made the switch to my Samsung Galaxy S4, I do not regret it. Yes, my iPhone was a great product, but to get what I personally wanted out of the phone... I had to jailbreak it. Without that phone being jailbroken, I couldn't get what I wanted out of it. You know, I like live wallpapers, and yes, they have that in iOS 7, but at the time, iOS 7 wasn't a thing. You know, we had iOS 5 and 6. So, you know, I like live wallpapers, and I love the controllability of my Android, and the fact that without rooting it, I can go to the store and get you know, the Pirate Bay browser and BitTorrent and start torrenting movies and other things for my phone. The fact that you can do that on Apple was a big thing that I really enjoyed about my phone. I'll have to say that I have an iPod 5. It's not an iPhone, but the only thing is that it doesn't have a data plan. It's the same. Um, Mine is jailbroken. It is heavily jailbroken at that. There's so many tweaks and modifications to it that Someone using it would be probably impressed or think that it's like a, like iOS 8 or something like that. But I'd just say that the difference between Android and iOS is its featureability and its customization. I, I, iOS comes out as it's very sleek, very clean and stuff, but... They give what you see is what you get. You're not able to do roughly anything else. You're allowed to change your wallpaper and a few notification settings, and that's basically it. With Android, they basically are like, here's an operating system. Here's all the features. Do whatever you every want. Bit, every bit of the um, features and little customizations and whatnot are all customizable. You can modify whatever you want, and you can rearrange them how you want, and you can make them to your liking and stuff. And if that doesn't suit your needs, we also have rooting available. You can 
for the price of warrant, uh, avoiding your warranty, you can send it to us or send it to whichever company that does routing, and they'll they'll route your phone and send it back to you. Whereas with iOS, um, every exploit to jailbreak and have until the jailbreaks and everything is seen as a security threat, so they will try to patch that with every new release. So basically, now what you either have to do is you either have to upgrade your iOS and wait for the next available until the jailbreak to come out, or, or wait, upgrade. or don't upgrade until the um, untethered jailbreak for that version is comes uh, out. Hey, let me just step in here. Uh, shameless, so you can send it to a company. Um, we, we're actually not kidding about that. If you don't want to learn how to root your phone, which it's really not hard, like it's actually a lot easier than jailbreaking. Um, and I know this because I kind of do business off of rooting and jailbreaking. Um, it is so much easier, but if you don't want to do it, like if you're just that kind of person that's scared about it, a lot of phone providers like Samsung and HTZ, they will actually let you <laughs> send in your phone and root, they will root it for you and then send it back. Problem with that is, though, it voids your warranty, whether you're on, you know, Apple or uh, Android. The difference with Android, though, is there are ways you can get around it voiding your warranty. There's a little software counter embedded in the phone, and I don't know the exact term, but people have found ways to reset that. That way it looks like they never, you know, did anything to their phone. It still looks like it was stock. Whereas with Apple, once you jailbreak it, they will know, even if you uninstall the jailbreak, they will know you jailbroke it no matter what. Um, so, the, yes, there are ways to get your warranty still available, but here's my thing to you. Do not break your phone. It's a simple fix to an easy problem. If, if you're unsure about something or what it does, just simply don't do it. That's basically the case. Normally, things will have a description of what it does. It'll have show you screenshots. It'll show you logs and change logs and whatever is on what it does. And if it doesn't, then you might want to think twice about because things aren't exactly what they appear sometimes. I have downloaded things that have completely made my device useless. I have made modifications or tweaks where I could not undo them. So you have to be very careful whenever making these modifications. The difference that I think between iOS and Android that you can kind of see on this little article from Popular Mechanics is if you go to, through those slides, it'll show you the various side-by-side -side differences. It'll show you the lock screen. It'll show you the home screen. It'll show you some of the apps. Um, Dylan, what? Click, click on like the next thing, and you'll be able to see like there's the lock screen for the Android, and then for the iOS, and then on the next one you'll see uh, there's the home screen. As compared to where the iOS is staying to the grid, you can move your icons anywhere you want on the iOS. Something I really like is, um, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but um, uh, something I really like about my Android is that when I download an app, it doesn't clutter up my home screen, and I don't have 50,000 pages to scroll. I choose what's on my home screen, but then that little apps button, I hit that, which actually I have a hacked phone, so it doesn't even look like that. It actually, um, I am, I'm running the latest version of Signage Mod, and I update it nightly because Signage Mod releases an update every night. Um, if they're nightly updates, they're not always stable, but I support Signage Mod. So it looks a lot different than this. It looks a lot sleeker and better. 
But the fact that I don't have to see all my icons when I load my phone up is really a big thing with me because I'm huge about organization. Yes. Um, and this just goes through, through the basic similarities of how the interface looks. And as you can see, they are pretty relatively similar. I mean, a few things are different here and there. Um, but pretty much with the phones, whenever it comes down to the basic bare stuff of it, what you see is what you get. And it's basically the same kind of things between them. So, you know, some will say, oh, this functions better than that. I like this because the other one looks crappy and stuff. And it really all comes down to user preference. What works for you may not work for somebody else on another device. Some, some people like the effortless setup that comes with iOS than they do with um, Android because Android requires you to do all this customization stuff or it has these options available to use, some of which you may not even use or ever need, but they're still available to you. Um, and it's, Android basically see, sees it as you'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And pretty much for me, I love customizations. I love making things my own personally. I like people to have my device and say, wow, this is cool. I wish I had this. You know, that's a good feeling. That's like you have something that no one else has. It makes you unique. And well, yeah, that's another thing about Android. Like, it's so customizable. And like I said, I'm running, you know, I'm not even running stock Android. I'm running Cyanogen Mod, which that's just another amazing thing about Android is that the fact that you can go in and change your OS. Like, you know how you do that on Apple? You have to get a jailbreak. You have to be jailbroken. And then you have to emulate it. Like, it's not even actually running on the phone. It's emulated. <laughs> so the fact that I can go into my phone without even rooting my phone, change the OS to something I like. You know, I don't have to... Like, for example, my friend Michael, who was supposed to be one person in Tech Talk, uh, who kind of isn't anymore. He's not really a part of it. Um, he has an Android. He has the same phone I do. He's on a different carrier, though, so he can't root because, you know, um, his carrier doesn't like rooting. So they've actually gone to great lengths to block rooting. Like, I mean, billions of dollars of lengths. Anyway, that's not the point. He could flash uh, a ROM on his phone that he likes, but it'd be different than my phone. You know, it's not like my phone is his phone, his phone is my phone with a couple customizations. They're, you know, I look at people with, you know, other Android phones, and I'm like, hmm, they have an Android phone, that's cool, I respect for them, but mine's not theirs. It's not, you know, they look the same, but they're not the same. So. Well, it all comes down to what user preference is. This whole Apple versus Android thing, people will prefer Apple, the, the sleekness and stuff. You know, some people can afford it. I kind of see uh, Apple products as kind of the rich man's um, kind of phone where it's like, oh, do it. I have an iPhone and this is what it does. It can take photos. It can even take photos of me. I looked on the internet and it says selfie. I think that's so cute. And then, um, then you hand him an Android phone. It's like, what is this? What is all this buttons? Like, where's my icons at and everything? So you know, I kind of I don't want to say that the iPhone is strictly to the older generation phone, but that was kind of the idea in mind is for simplicity. And some people like that. Some people like just being able to have something where everything is right there in front of them. 
ease of access and whatnot without all this customization. That's fine. There's nothing against that. It just depends on who you are and what you want. All right. Uh, only to the next topic because we've been talking about this for about 14 minutes. Um, Facebook may look to drones to connect world to the web. Oh my god. Is Facebook trying to own the world? Like, are they literally trying to own the world? Yeah, I I, I saw this and it instantly caused, caused, caught my attention because I just had to um, read into this and so far, like, Facebook's, like, spokespeople are claiming this as a rumor. But this is from, like, a very reputable source, as I found the most reputable source, which is the Washington Post. And it's still, the keyword there is May, but, you know, things about drones and stuff are becoming more of a possibility nowadays, and with killings and all that stuff. So, it's not impossible. This It's just the fact that it's Facebook that's doing it. It's not the government. It's not, you're, they may have funding from the government, but it's... It's kind of weird that this thing that does social networking is maybe flying over your house somewhere, um, projecting a Wi-Fi signal. Um, down there in the article, it says that some of the drones can even last five years up in the aerospace um, above where even airplanes are allowed to fly, like at 65,000 feet. They can survive up there for five years with... No refueling, no going down to land or whatever, and that's cool and crazy. It's just the fact that it puts a lot of power in these companies' hands, and um, I think with these next few topics that are coming up, you'll start seeing a little bit more connectivity whenever you try to go for a Wi-Fi connection. Cell, da cell data towers may even become obsolete because of this. It'll all, it'll all be done over voice over IP, like Skype and um, Google Plus and all that kind of stuff. That, that that's kind of where I see this going. If this is if this actually does take place. Um, dude, I just I want something to happen, dude. Because uh, if I can get internet, no matter where I am, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna go insane because uh, I really need that. Because the internet at my school sucks. One of the things that my city has, um, they implemented it recently. It's not everywhere. It's just in the downtown area of the main city. But they put little Wi-Fi routers on each of the major intersections downtown, like on the light poles, where you know turns red, yellow, and green. So pretty much the entire downtown area has its own Wi-Fi. Really? Yeah, the entire downtown area. Like, you could be sitting inside somewhere, and you'll see, oh, well, I live in Lexington, Kentucky, so you'd see Lexington Public. That's their Wi-Fi. So, you know, it. this will become more and more. I rarely ever need to use cell data. That's why I have, an, I have an iPod that can. I have an app that I can make phone calls with. I can buy credits with it. I bought like a thousand credits for like twenty bucks, but I don't really call people that much. I just text them, and I've been using it for like a year, and I'm already at like eight hundred credits. But the only downside is is that you need a Wi-Fi connection if you want to use it. Unless I'm taking a walk, 
or driving, pretty much wherever I am, like stationary, there's a Wi-Fi signal. I just want to uh, show something to you guys. Um, oh crap! Hang on. You, you can keep talking because it didn't save for some reason. Okay. Um. Well, basically, Mark Zuckerberg is still a young guy, and being young people at power with young persons this much power, there's going to be a lot of these crazy wacko ideas coming up. They might not be realistic, they might not be the most thought out stuff, but there's still ideas that will be brought out into the world. And Alright, I just want to show you something. Um, so can you see this right now? This was Mark Zuckerberg's PayPal when he was in college. This is what I imagine it was right now. Like, I probably imagine that this is going up a dollar every second. Pretty much. So, yeah. $50 to... I don't even know what that number is because I just typed in random zeros when I was editing PayPal's HTML. I'm not going to click refresh on that because I don't want any of you knowing um, my name. <laughs> Alright, next topic. Outernet. Yeah, okay. We discussed this previously before, and I'm the one who wanted this topic brought back up. Two shows, actually, we discussed this. Um, so, yeah, if you guys don't remember, we talked about this, the satellite thing where it was going to beam Wi-Fi down to Earth. Yeah, this is their official website, outernet.is. Yeah, and if you actually scroll down quite a little bit, you'll actually see a timeline of their entire project. Oh, yeah. There's their project timeline. That's when they started and then how they're funding. And then it says June 15, they plan to actually start launching. So June this is 2015. So uh, that's actually not that long. I mean, if you think about it, building a satellite, and, well, actually, uh, multiple satellites, it says, building multiple satellites and launching them into space by June 2015, um, it's March Third, right now, right? Yes. March. All right, good. It's March third of twenty fourteen, right now. Actually, April. Oh god, I don't even know what month it is. Yeah, it's been a while, but anyway. So yeah, it's April of twenty fourteen. That's that's about a year and a month away for satellites and launching them into space that beam internet and the fact that like this is going to exist. That's extremely quick. I expected that to be 2016 or 2017 or something. Yeah, the entire impact that this will have will be insane. You'll have people protesting this. I'm pretty sure whenever people start protesting this and governments start getting involved, whenever they start trying to put regulations on this Internet access that's just becoming available, uh, don't know how quick it'll be, don't know whatever. Um, you know, think come there are groups like Anonymous might start getting involved. You know, they might start trying to make sure that it goes up and stuff. And I did a Facebook post on this not too long ago, and I basically said that um, that you you could expect to see a Wi-Fi signal popping up. I have no idea what it would be called. It'd probably be called Outernet or something like that. But um, Whenever you go for a Wi-Fi connection, you might see it out in it, and pretty much wherever you are, unless you're probably underground somewhere, then you'll have a Wi-Fi si signal. 
and it on that website it'll tell you how it, how it works, what they'll give you, what they'll you know all that stuff. And yeah, I'm gonna go through right now and I'll lead, uh, read, not read, read. I can't say it. Read what OuterNet will deliver. So apparently it will deliver news and information, international and local news prices at, for farmers and Bitcoin blockchains. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, educational courseware. Khan Academy and Coursera. Teachers Without Borders. Uh, an open source ec ecologically. I can't even say that. I I'm sorry, guys. I Ecology. Thank you, because I can't talk right now. I don't know why. I think I, I ate too much cereal. Um, applications of content. Ubuntu and OpenStreetMap. I don't know what Ubuntu means. Does that mean it's going to be running off Ubuntu, or it's going to support Ubuntu, or... Wikipedia in its entirety. Movies, musics, and games. Oh my god. If I can play Titanfall in this without any lag... Oh my god, I'm ditching my cable, though. Like, literally, if this actually works, and I can use it from my house, and play high video games, like, if this... If they have... If I ever... If I'm still gaming at that time, oh, thank god, I hope I am. Um... If this is around when I'm still gaming, I really hope I can use that because I would literally just drop my cable bill. Well, and it's yeah, it literally says like what the thing that caught my eye was says that it would be used when cellu when cellular networks fail. Like that was the one that caught my eye out of all of those, other than the music, <laughs> music, um, movies and games. Um, yeah, but like cell cellular data across all you know the nations, they all show these little maps like AT and T and Verizon and T Mobile. They all have their little maps thing of how much data the coverage. Think about it. All those entire um, all that data will be pretty much boosted. Like the Verizon the the little Verizon map whatever will be entirely red. The I think it's the AT&T one will be either blue or... No, because that wouldn't be their satellites, if you think about it. that They wouldn't have that coverage areas. I think if this one, this comes around, I think these guys are going to have so many lawsuits, it's not even going to be funny. They're probably already in the middle of lawsuits, we're just not hearing about them. Because, if you what? think about it, this could literally, like, you could get a cell phone without actually having a cell phone. You could get text-free or text now, one of those other free you know, texting and calling services you just have to put minutes onto, which most people have to do now anyway. You know, a lot of people are going to that track phone service and they have to pay for minutes anyway. So they might as well do it with Wi-Fi and not have to pay for data either. So I think that there's going to be a lot of lawsuits coming up with this because um, people, like, service providers are going to get mad because, you know, why go, why go to AT&T when you can go to, you know, uh, Walmart.com and get an unlocked or just get a Samsung Galaxy S4 with no carrier and then connect it to Wi-Fi. You know? Um, maybe by then the GS6 will be out. So who's going to... I mean, a lot of people are going to be mad when... Uh, you know, I, I, Verizon. Verizon's going to be very angry when people aren't going to them. They're going to Radio Shack and buying a phone and connecting it to Wi-Fi everywhere. Yep. So this will be interesting to see, and we'll be keeping a close eye on this and seeing how it develops. I just hope these guys are working with Google and Facebook because uh, they're going to need some major lawyer power for this. Yep. All right. Well, that's pretty much that on that. Um, 
I guess that's a good thing. Maybe we um we'll see some giant copper umbrellas being installed over some countries sometime in the future if this actually does launch. All right. So we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Microsoft apparently was making a Siri, like a virtual assistant for their phone, and they were going to call it Cortana. You know, that lovable AI from Halo who has gotten much hotter through the years. Yeah, we all know Cortana. Um, so apparently this is official from Microsoft saying that um, it is real. It is going to come. And I'd love to play this video, but there's no audio for you guys. It's not even worth it. Um, yeah. Uh, do they have to, like, go to Halo or the manufacturer of Halo? I guess it was Bungie. And, um... No, it would have I... been 343 because 343 bought Halo. All right. Well, then they would have to go to them and be like, hey, we want to make the Cortana visual interface that you have in your game actually real. Can we do this? And... Being Microsoft well, and a powerful company, they probably just bought the entire company if they wanted to. Well, you see, the thing is, Microsoft technically owns half of Halo because you know how Halo is never on the PS3 or never on the PS4 or the PS3? Mm -hmm. That is because Microsoft owns part of Halo. When, Microsoft, when Halo first came out, you know what console it was on? The original Xbox. Nothing else. Through the years, it's only been on Xbox. And uh, apparently, Bungie had a deal with Microsoft uh, involving Halo. But then came in. Halo, uh, Microsoft went to 343 and said, you know, we had this deal with Bungie. If you guys would like to continue that with us, we would love to. Um, because we like having Halo on our console. Halo is one of the most top-selling games for an Xbox 360. So, uh, they probably didn't have to ask. They probably had to literally call 343 and say, can we get the girl that played Cortana? And they probably sent her out in a plane. Like, Yeah, okay. And then they, you know, recorded all the different sayings it could possibly want and everything. Like, these artificial intelligence things are getting a lot smarter. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got that Google Now on my phone. It just comes with the phone. Um, and it can do a lot, actually. Like, it can do a lot more than it should be able to do. Like, I can literally, on, on, at least on my phone, I can say, check my email. I can say, okay, Google, check my emails. And it will go through both my email accounts, not just my Gmail, both my Gmail and my other email accounts I have listed. Uh, it will go through them and read me the new emails, or if there's more than, like, five, it will tell me how many I have in both inboxes. That's pretty cool, the fact that it has access to that, though. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry, I had to clear my throat. I, I wonder how long it'll be before... Uh, this is just, you know, young, young brain thinking, but will there ever be a day where we won't actually be able to touch our screens? Like, we would just... Like, it wouldn't even be touch... Well, it would be touchscreen because you have to interact with it. You wouldn't even have to, like, unlock it. You'd just, like, like say something to your phone, like, you'd whatever, and then you just tell it what you want it to do without having to actually type anymore. You just tell it what you want to say to somebody. 
You, you know those Star Trek things? The things that would flip open and it would be like a communicator? Yeah. I imagine that's going to be our phones without the flipping part. It's just going to be the, a small plastic thing. It's not even on a screen. So you have a microphone and maybe one button. You're going to touch the button to activate it or, you know, you can, like, say something to activate it. And it's just going to be like, doo-doo, and come through the speaker. What and about that gonna... little lapel thing that they wear on Star Trek that they press? Lapel. Like, it's that little, like, um... The little the, Starfleet logo on their jacket. Yeah. Press. yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be like the Bluetooth thing. Right, you just put that on your shirt or your wrist. Just beep. beep. Yeah, pretty much. Or so, you'd be um, talking to your wrist, you know, like all James Bond style and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, good for Microsoft. Maybe we'll be seeing Cortana again. Thank God. On our phones. Well, at least Windows phones. T-Mobile is no longer selling Blackberries. Um, well, I don't think that many people are going to care about this one, except for British people that live in America, government officials, and anyone else who uses a Blackberry. But like, those are the categories for Blackberry. I've seen I've seen a lot of news re- pertaining to BlackBerry though. Like it seems like BlackBerry is really trying hard to step up their game to try and stay in the market. Um, of course, they lost all their market whenever the um, Galaxy phones came out and the iPhones came out. Pretty much the Blackberries, they all just like tossed them aside. Like, oh, touchscreen, here you go. Even though you can probably use touchscreen on those, it's not as good. You know, people want the full touch because of keyboard. Yeah, and plus I've used the BlackBerry before, and I'm I'm sorry if I offend anyone, but this is my personal opinion. BlackBerry sucks. Their new OS sucks. I liked the old OS more, actually. I just I don't like the layout of anything. It's it's not quick enough for me. It's not well, the one I tested out at Walmart. Oh my god, it sucks. It was it wasn't responsive. The OS wasn't like customizable. You change the wallpaper, that was about it. Like, you change the wallpaper, move a couple things, that was it. It was pretty much, it was Apple, but it was more locked down. <laughs> I, I hated it. Yeah, well, this is a very short topic, but for those of you who have a BlackBerry or FT-Mobile, which both are getting pretty bad in the market right now, they're both losing their place. Yeah, uh, yeah so... I hope There's Sprint buys T-Mobile. I really do. I really do hope that Sprint buys T-Mobile and then just like kills T-Mobile, but uses their towers. Because T-Mobile has decent coverage, their service just sucks. You know, they don't have any good phones over there. They, I mean, they have some good phones, but they don't have all the new phones, and they're a bit slow on things. But they have decent service. So what I really hope is that Sprint buys T-Mobile. And then just takes their service because I have I had one person on my bus this year. Uh, they were a transfer student actually, you know, like one of those one month things where they come to our school for a month and one of our students goes over there. It's one of those types of things. He was on my bus. He had T-Mobile, and his service was great. Like he had service every single place. I didn't have service, and I'm a sprint by the way. If you guys don't know. And I was like, man, I kind of wish Sprint would buy to mobile, and I could just get better service. So yeah, I hope 
T-Mobile just goes under and Sprint says, yeah, we'll give you a little bit of money, but we just want your towers. Yep. Well, there's that news for those kind of people. Next. Because, I mean, Sprint is cheaper than T-Mobile. Apparently, Tesla car doors can be hacked. I'm one. What? Yeah, you're doing... Best April Fool's prank. Oh, you're driving along the road, all of a sudden your door flings open, and then there's your neighbor going, <laughs> with his with his eye with his um, he's got one of those like things uh, that you like strap on your chest, hold your laptop in front of him. Yep. <laughs> Sitting there with his laptop, you're, all your car doors open as you're about to pull out for work. Oh, I you thought know. I closed these. You're about to get in your car. You know, you get in your car. You close all the doors. You lock them because you know cars have those stupid auto locks. You're about to go to work or school. Friggin' every single door opens. The windows roll down. Radio starts playing. <laughs> your neighbors sit. Your neighbors sitting there just dying. Yeah. Car starts flickering. Oh God. The fact that Tesla would have remote control doors tells me that people are really lazy. Like, fact, you, like it's one thing to have, you know, an automated engine because some people like their car to be warm in the morning when they get in it. But do you really, are you that lazy that you have to use your smartphone to open your door? You can't reach out about less than a foot and open the door yourself then close the door? because people are getting so lazy. And I just think that the fact that it's named Tesla, I want it to come with like a little coil in the back of it that shoots out sparks and lightning whenever it's <laughs> trying to pass me. Dude, you, uh, you know what? I would love to see. I would love to see. I want to know if uh, you got the doors on a Tesla with like your smartphone, because that'd be funny. You're about you're you know you're at work. Your colleagues see you pulling out, or you're, if you're at school, you know your friends see you getting out of your car. You know you get your book bag or your briefcase, whatever, out of the back seat. And your legs are sitting there as April Fools. They close the door on you. Ah! April Fools! Jerk! <laughs> Jerk! <laughs> you only almost broke my leg. But yeah. You can hack a car now. I'm pretty sure you can yeah. hack consoles in the car too. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm waiting for the car that drives itself completely. Like you and then someone hacks that and uses that remote control. You know That's those, those toys that you can buy... Those toys that you can buy at like the store and your um your iPhone whatever yeah, yeah. someone's gonna hack a phone and just start steering it with their iPhone just yeah na 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 no look what I'm waiting for is like this really encrypted button that you press and it drives the car legally on it like if you're on a legal road and say you're in a city you park your car like four miles away you know or what you could do is maybe someday we'll have this feature where you can get out of your car. You click a button on your phone and it'll go park itself somewhere legal, of course, and somewhere where you know it's safe and protected, and or it's actually a good parking spot. Yeah, but see, that involves GPS, and GPS aren't really that accurate. So we have now. Yeah, they're improving that. But yeah. think about it. You know, you park your car parks itself four miles away. You're, you know, you're about to get done dinner with your fiance, or your girlfriend, or your wife, and you're like, oh man. Guess I better uh, see where my car is. Oh man, it's four miles away. On uh, top of a roof. Yeah, it's four miles. It's on the sixth story of a parking garage. Boop. Engine starts up. Lights turn on. It just drives to you. Like it drives back to the road that it left you. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Cause. Well, if think about it, if you could do that, you could tell your car to go pick up someone without you even being there. 
right? Like, you know, just put in the coordinates for the airport, it goes to the airport, picks up the person, brings him home. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. You know what else would be nice? Um, up at the lake, like Racetown Lake, which, by the way, if any of you guys ever go up to Racetown Lake during the summer, you'll probably see me there <laughs> if you go at the right time. But, you know, up there, it's a walk from, like, anywhere, really. And obviously the car couldn't drive on the dock. That would be highly illegal and dangerous. But, you know, you could, um... You could have... You know what I want to do? You could, you could probably launch a boat with one person because the car would be able to just push a button and it backs the trailer into the water. You press stop, and it's like electro brakes, and it just stops that instant. That'd be so cool because then you could back a boat in, take the boat out, and just drive the core forward and be like, park. It just parks itself. What I want, in all honesty, is a motorcycle permit so I can ride a motorcycle, learn how to ride one. I know they're a lot more dangerous than cars, but it's because it's got two wheels and not four, dummy. So you need to control it more. But um, you have to get a permit to drive a motorcycle. Yeah, you have to get a motorcycle license. But anyway, um, I would love to put a like a like some some way to conceal it. But have a huge subwoofer there, like, and then just whenever you drive up, like, your motorcycle may be quiet, but then you push a button, and then all of a sudden there's just this massive bass from coming from a motorcycle. I, I really want the auto drive thing, dude. That's really what I want in my, my life. Like, if I live to see that, then my life is complete. I like those those reverse trike bikes. I forget what they're actually called, but they got two wheels on the front, one yeah. on the back. Those look kind of cool. But yeah, dude. If I ever li if I live to see the cars that drive themselves and park themselves and bring themselves back to you, my life is complete. Like, there's nothing in my life that could top that except for lasers. <laughs> yeah, lasers, lasers, and for lasers. So uh, yeah, the military, the secret military tech inside your household robot vacuum cleaner. So is this like that Roomba? Roomba? Is that is that like that thing and like it's hacked apparently? Apparently, um, either that or the people that made it have decided to use <laughs> to use it to like scan your house. Like, all... <laughs> Look, for many ten million, there will be Roomba. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, basically. Okay, so now your vacuum cleaner is spying on you. Oh yeah, that's probably thing's probably gonna have a microphone. It's going to have a little web camera that can, for some reason, see 360 degrees to the uh, you know, right and left, probably up and down. But you know how I see this going? I think the government's going to use this, and they're literally going to know everything about you. They're going to know when you know, you're at dinner, like when you're, you're going to know when you leave the house to go on a date with your lady, or, you know, I guess... Your boy. Or you stay at the house with the lady, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you know... I'm pretty sure eventually we're going to be in an age where the government's going to know if someone breaks into your house. They're going to know if you're having, you know, sex with your partner. <laughs> they're going to well, know. Well, think about it. They're uh, going to know your life and every detail about it. If your phone has a camera, it is already being accessed by the NSA without your knowledge. Basically, is um, there is software, hidden software that has been confirmed that um, gives these intelligence agencies the right 
to use your camera, to take a photo with your camera on your phone without the screen ever doing anything, without the system ever doing anything, without it making a noise, without it even going to your camera roll or anything. They can take a photo from your phone just by using it. I don't... Uh, apparently, there was also a... Um, a different thing in like the antenna of the phone that was separate from the data plan and the Wi-Fi that would always be connected no matter if you had it on airplane mode or whatever. So this was found out. I forget exactly how, but I read it somewhere and it seemed pretty legit. So Dude, just what I'm waiting for is for these little Roombas to come mountain with like a like a like small pellet gun or something. And if a terrorist breaks into your house and like they get a confirmed identity, the Roomba goes up to it and shoots like four rounds of it of the Pelican into the person. That'd be so awesome! Like you come home one day, uh, FBI like the CIA is raiding your house, but not for you, just because of the fact that there's a terrorist inside your house and your Roomba just shot it down. <laughs> like, like the Roomba will probably like wake you up like every day. Six o'clock in the morning, Roomba's gonna come next to you. It's gonna be some creepy voice from the NSA. It's time to wake up. You missed your alarm, buddy. That'd be weird. That would be weird, dude. The pellet gun thing—that'd be awesome, though. Like mod that thing. Just like, yeah, if anyone comes in at these hours, you shoot them. I wouldn't use pellets. I would use bits of ice. <laughs> Friggin' ricin in little bags. <laughs> Just injects into their skin and kills them. That way, the only problem with that is you have to remember to tell people like, "Oh, can I go over to your house? I'll want to sleep over." Uh, yeah, you can't do that until I'm home because my Roomba will shoot you in the head. With yeah. <laughs> like you'll get literally two pellets in your eyes if you go to my house. Uh, speech recognition pioneer Navaris bought by Apple. Team now works on Siri. Siri is gonna get smarter. Um, I have a bit of a feeling that Siri is related to Syria, and <laughs> when Syria officially starts the war with us, like officially, I imagine Siri is gonna say comments like, "Um, hello Siri, what's the weather like?" and blah blah blah, and Siri's gonna say, "Why don't you look on the Weather Channel, you stupid American?" You know, it's going to be like some Syrian voice behind there. So, yeah, that's just my little theory. Cause I'd like to know where they actually got the name Siri from, to be honest. Like I said, Syria. Kind of interesting. Little conspiracy theories. But anyway, um, what is what is Novaris? I've never heard that before. Yeah, I. Um... Whatever. <laughs> I don't really know much about this topic because I... apparently they're they're the background software for that like dragon thing, Nortel, SRI, Marconi, um, and Oryx. Have ever heard of those? I know you've heard of the dragon thing. Yeah. Dragon's one of those like big speech recognition things. So yeah, um, speech recognition. Oh, God. I really hope that um, this doesn't lead to uh, Siri knowing every single thing about you, like your Roomba. 
<laughs> the Roomba's going to know everything about you. Your phone's going to know everything about you. The government's going to have a database of everything about you. Are there, is there anything in our life that's not going to know anything about us? Ourselves. Yeah, we're not going to... When this is all over, by the, I would imagine by 30 years in the future, we're not going to know anything about ourselves. We're going to have to call a hotline and be like, what's my favorite color? The government's going to be like, uh, hang on, what's your name? I forgot. What's your number that's stamped on your hand? 7,002. All right. Name is Bobby Richmond. Your favorite color is blue. Thank you. <laughs> like, that, that's what it's going to be like. That's how I imagine it. kind of feels that way, though. With how automated everything is getting, people are not having to do the work themselves, so they're actually becoming more stupid because they're not being trained to do these things as they're growing up. They're having to grow up with technology, and technology is doing that for them pretty much. Anyway, next topic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have to call out on. Uh, Twitter is no longer banned in Turkey. I did not know that Twitter was banned in Turkey. Um. I did, but I'm not. I'm not a Turkey, so. You know, I kind of skipped Thanksgiving. Take gobble, Thanksgiving. Gobble. All right. Anyway, enough with the turkey jokes. But um, <laughs> like. I don't see how this pertains to us since we're in the U.S. I just thought this was uh, I just thought this was um, a good thing. Oh, actually, we don't have any fans in Turkey. You know why? Because we just made fun of them all. No, look at this. The status of YouTube is still in question since that service is all on the same grounds. So we don't have any fans in Turkey because they can't watch YouTube. Jeez, it's a bad day to be a turkey. Yeah. Um. God, you guys, you guys have the hard life if you ever if you ever get to watch this in your life. <laughs> you have to find proxies and crap. They probably do. The only time someone would find a proxy into the United States would be if they're in Turkey at this point. They're probably sitting there like, hmm, I want to watch YouTube. YouTube has been blocked by the Turkey government. Why? They're probably just sitting there crying. But, um... Yeah, I don't know why they blocked Twitter and Turkey. Oh, here. Um, here we go. Twitter was originally blocked within Turkey after the government discovered that it was being used to spread information about widespread corruption within the government. Hmm. Well, that's not Twitter's fault. That's the people who use Twitter's fault. Yeah. When you just ban them from using the Internet, like, ban that person from using the Internet, don't ban Twitter. Or YouTube, because, I mean... Twitter's not really as important as YouTube. But, but <laughs> oh god, I really hope um, there's no one in Turkey. Huh. I, really, I really hope there's no one in Turkey that's like a YouTube commentator and they're not making any money because they can't afford to make money. Or they can't make money because YouTube's blocked. I imagine oh. there's someone sitting there just like, oh, okay, I got seven videos I gotta upload today. Let's upload them. Okay, let's upload them to YouTube. Services failed. Turkey government's blocked you. He's like, what? But I, I gotta pay my bills. I gotta pay my rent. And my food bills. Oh, too bad. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry for you guys. Uh, superior streaming stick. Slightly slow. So, yeah. If you don't know, Roku has made their own streaming stick. 
much like the uh, Google, um, what was it called? It was called Chrome Stick. Yeah, that's what it was, I think. Yeah, Chrome Stick. But, anyway, apparently, this is the story. Chrome Stick came out. It was great. Best idea ever, some people said. And now Roku made their own stick. And they're like, hmm, <laughs> we want some of that. Some of that stick action put in the back of your TV. But you can stream Google Chrome to it as well. So, uh, yeah, it's 50 bucks, whereas the Google, uh, or the Streamcast or whatever, whatever it's called, Google Cast or whatever, um, is only $29.99. So, yeah. um, apparently it's slow, too. So, apparently the Roku is slower than Google's Chrome thing. Yeah, well, they're all competitors of each other in some way or some form. There's always someone who tries to do better than you. And sometimes they succeed, sometimes they fail. Mm -hmm. I just, um... Uh, Google should have patented the stick idea, like a stick you can plug into the back of your TV and it's just the stick that streams things. They should have patented that idea. Then like, yeah, that's our idea. You want to sell that? Um, yeah, you're, you're gonna have to pass. Is that how uh, patents work? You know, yeah, you have to pass now. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess. I don't know why Google didn't just buy Roku. That would extend their business so much. Maybe they secretly do. Wait, never mind. Probably do own it. <laughs> Probably just unveiled one of the biggest secrets in American history, and uh, we're going to federal prison now. See you guys. <laughs> Robo tattoo machine fashioned from a 3D printer. Are you serious? So now people can not only print their own guns, but now they can also give themselves a tattoo in their safety of their own home with their 3D printer that they probably got for $900. Yeah, yeah, it's... I hear a lot about these 3D printers, or printers, printers nowadays because, like, I don't know what the significance is of it, like, you want to print on an image? Like, I wonder how this works. Like, you download a Facebook image that's of your friend. Does, whenever you put it into your computer, does it, or the 3D printer, does it, like, print out their entire life-size form? I don't know how 3D printing works either, but, yeah. Here's a picture of this uh, 3D printer in action. Apparently, there's a band you wear, and it goes away carving into your skin. I already don't like the idea of tattoos. I think they're, I think they're just dumb. I think they're a waste. I think, you know, people don't think of it this way when they're 90 years old and they have the tattoo, you know, of a snake on their arm. It's not going to be a snake. It's going to be a very saggy snake. Yeah, and that depends on how you take care of your body and everything. Whenever, um. I don't know, I'm kind of neutral to the idea of tattoos. Like, I had never seen the need for me to get one, but if I had the, if I wanted one, I wouldn't be declined to say, oh no, I, whatever. It just depends on, you know, like what you get, I suppose, and how you get it. If it's an abstract design, it won't look bad whenever you get older. 
yeah. And, you know, there are some things that are, like, pretty well. You know, like, if you get your daughter's name tattooed on your upper arm or something, that's one thing. But, you know, there are people out there that have just hundreds of tattoos all around their body, and they can't go for a normal job interview because the second they do, they can't cover it up. They've probably Most of those people have tattoos all over their face and their neck and their legs and their arms. They, try, they can try to cover them up with a shirt, but, you know, back in their face, and when they go to test you and all that, yeah, they're going to notice that and they're probably not going to hire you. So I just don't like the idea of a tattoo. Yeah, one of the um, rules about being a cop here is that if you have any tattoos, they have to be covered up. So if I were to get one, it would either be on my back, on my arm, upper arm, where my sleeve would cover it up. It would, I wouldn't get on the lower arm. It really depends on what my job was. If I had a career out of something, but it was like my own career, like my own business, I, you could do whatever you want as long as it was steady and like, yeah, if you want to be appealing to clients, you know, you don't want to walk into a client's house to fix their computer and you got a spider crawling down your face. Right. Alright, so uh, I think we should watch EA apologizes for April Fool's prank gone bad. If you don't know um, what went on here, EA um, put it on Twitter on the 1st saying that their account, or the um, Frostbite engine for that runs Battlefield 4 and other crap, they posted it that it will now run on the Wii U. Since it's the most powerful Gen 4 platform, so apparently people were getting mad and happy. They were like, People were like, oh, yay, finally, I'll be able to play Battlefield on my Wii. And then other people were like, what? You can't do this. No, Wii doesn't deserve it. Blah. And um, one person actually got so mad, he went to the EA offices and called them out. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but it was actually in the news. He went to the EA offices, started like making riots out there, just like single-man riots. He was yelling at like people that were walking by the EA offices. He went that crazy with it, and he was mad. Like, he didn't want it to go to the Wii U. So now they're like, oh, God, we're sorry. It's not going to the Wii because we sucks, and, uh, yeah, you're not getting Battlefield 4, guys. <laughs> well. I just lost us a lot of fans. Well, you know, you got to take credit on your April Fool's, like, but, you know, take responsibility for your act. Actions and stuff, you know. Some of them might think, "Oh, this is cool, like a fool's joke." And I mean, like, this is one thing. This is a global thing that literally has cost them a little bit of money. Probably not anything they'll ever notice in their lifetimes. Probably about you know five hundred dollars, but yeah, that's not something they'll notice. Um, it was like I fooled my mom. I told her that I got a Saturday detention for getting into a fight, and. She believed me, and she got so angry. She was actually at the point of almost, like, crying slash yelling at me like a demon. And then I just finally said it, April Fool's. And she wanted to hit me, but she wouldn't. I remember um, one April Fool's joke that went too far is that um, 
I was out with a friend, and it was right for the release of Diablo 3. And they had little, um, little flyers, whatever. Like, or, like, little, like, pamphlet thingies. Uh-huh. So I took one of it home, but it had, like, the, like, the front, like, design on it. So I took it home, and I got rid of all, like, the ads on, like, the app orders and, like, you know... Like subscription, whatever blah, 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 stuff, and it and I stuck it in on one of the um, over top of one of the artworks on one of the games I originally had, like it was one of my Star Wars games or whatever, and it actually looked like I had a copy of Diablo three, and I told my dad I stole it. What'd your dad do? Uh, we had a little talk after, <laughs> it, basically how far to take a joke because he was out and I texted him. I was just like, yeah, we just picked it up and, and left. And we didn't pay for it. Alright, now I want to talk about this because it's you know, our second last topic. That's why it's back here. The Alice AI powered by Couple. Now, this was my topic to begin with. I'm, I'm the one who wanted to bring this up because Couple is basically an app or is a way for people who are in a long-distance relationship to communicate and do all that stuff. Basically, it's just like an instant messenger just for two people. You know, you pair up with someone and whatever, and you can send them little cute little things. Well, that same app or application or that same company is now making this artificial intelligence bot where, let's say, you don't have an online relationship person and you're so lonely, but you want someone to love you and someone you can share your life with. Now you can do it with your phone. Yeah, um, I imagine Her. Somewhere. Yeah, there was a movie. If you haven't heard of it, it was called Her, and it's basically where this guy dated his operating system. And it, it's it's a neat movie and stuff. It was pretty dramatic. Um, it's very inappropriate for younger viewers, though. There's quite a bit of vulgar content. There's quite a bit of uh, and some nudity. So um, if you're against all that, don't see it. But... You can read about it if you want. Um, and basically, it was this guy who installed this operating system. It was a world where all the operating systems could talk to you and actually be personalized with you. And the website for this is couple.me forward slash Alice. You can go there. You can select which one you want to preview. You can select the female one or the male one. The male version is called Alex, A-L-E-X. And so basically, if you're a female and you want a guy AI to be able to talk to you, you can check the male one. If you're a boy, you can have the female one. I personally signed up for this because I want to see how this works, even though I already have a girlfriend. <laughs> but, um, you know, stuff like this kind of interests me and see how it was working. But it I got like me it. thinking about, like, the movie Her. Like, this probably exists because of that movie. It may or may not truly exist because of that, but whenever I saw this, and I watched this little preview thing whenever you press continue, then it um, it sounds pretty much just like what that movie was trying to portray. It got me thinking of how much Hollywood, how much of Hollywood, or how much of an impact Hollywood actually has on the world, and it's, you know, basically it's products and all that stuff, and how we get our things, so. You you know how whenever you went to go see a movie and you saw something that was some superhero man, you know as you were leaving the theater you would like say something or say a quote or do something or try to pretend that you were that character because you thought it was so awesome you wish you'd be like that. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, I'm gonna actually check this out after the show. 
Um, obviously, I'll go with the female version. I'm a male, and I'm interested in women, so... Obviously, yeah. I'll go with the female version. But, you know, you can go with the male version if that's your style. Or if you're a female, obviously. Yeah, but if you're if it's your style, go for whatever you want. It's not our problem. The, vo- the voices do sound pretty realistic. I'm not sure if that's what they're actually going to sound like. But if they do, then interesting thing to see how what that does and exactly what it's used for and everything. Hey, let's talk about this, our last topic. Um, this robotic exoskeleton is helping the paralyzed walk again. So I read up a little bit. Apparently, people, a lot of people aren't going to need wheelchairs anymore because this exoskeleton is linked into your brain. You will, they'll put you into it somehow. I don't know how. Yet. But once they put you into it, you will then be able to walk as if you were not paralyzed. I think this is amazing. Um, yeah. And technology has also become more advanced in the medical field. And you see things now where you can control things with your mind and doing all these things. And that involves, like, you know, things like amputations and all that stuff being electrically implanted into your brain, so whenever you think about it, you actually do it. Like, there's that thing called, what is it, phantom limb or ghost limb, whatever. If you have a limb cut off and you wiggle your fingers for that limb that was cut off, you could still feel your fingers wiggling, but whenever you look, it's not there. But that's basically what the same thing is, except you actually think there. And apparently that phantom limb, like, lasts throughout your entire life. So, it, it's nice that people are actually doing something about this because there's a lot of people, and I know this from experience, there's a lot of people who suffer from these kind of things and they get picked on a lot. This is this world is very cruel, especially in schools. People get picked on a lot for having even the slightest amount of disorder or indifference from everybody else. And I believe that that's wrong. I believe that people should be treated with the utmost respect that they're supposed to be treated as human beings. And except for all the ones who are intentionally stupid, but that's beside the point. Um, so seeing things like this and seeing uh, people taking um, the process to actually go forth to make a solution for these people who have these sort of conditions makes me very happy and provides a lot of hope for the future for people who are born with these illnesses, disabilities, and whatever. Because... Um, you know, new diseases are being discovered every day, whatnot, whatever, blah, 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 and so it's nice to be actually able to see this. I don't know how much it'll cost, I don't know if it says it, um, but I really do hope that they can, like, find some way to actually make it somewhat affordable, maybe buy health insurance or whatever. So, yeah, that's, um, that's all we have for today. Yep. Um, I have a big announcement coming up soon, guys. Like, I'm hoping with either in next week or the week after that. So it's a pretty big announcement, um, at least for me. So yeah, just be expecting that. Um, I'll also be posting some Smite videos soon. Maybe some Titanfall. I haven't decided yet on Titanfall. I know I will be posting some Smite videos because my friends and me play Smite. Um, thanks for watching, you know. And always send us topics.
Yep, there you can always... Uh, actually, I'd like to say something else. You just remind me of that thing. Thank you. Uh, TechnoGuysGuy.com is temporarily down. This is because um, the, da the database I was hosting it on crashed, and I lost everything. Luckily, I have a backup of TechnoGuysGuy.com. So I'm going to upload the backups, and I'm going to get the email backup and all that, because, uh, yeah... It was a pain to get the website over there in the first place from webs.com. Uh, it was a major pain. So I'm happy that you know I can I have a backup. So yeah, if you've been trying to go to technicasguy.com lately or email us and it's been giving you the failed email, uh, I'm really sorry because you know like I said the web server's been down because of maintenance. So I think I'm actually gonna do that now. Uh, after we end the show, because uh, you know, because it's annoying the fact that they just crashed. So, what's that? All right. Well, that's all we have for this time. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. You know, <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Things. Life happens. Just life happens, and you know you got to get things. We're not getting paid to do this. There's really no motivation for us to do this. Otherwise, it's fun for us to be here and be able to talk about these things. It's good for us to get out there and voice our opinions to the world while we're still able to, at least. Yeah, because you know it's not easy for us. You know, Chain's 21. He's gonna be getting a job soon. He's gonna have to do all this thing soon. So we're not gonna be able to talk that much. And like. I'm in school, so I have to do homework, and I have to keep my grades up, and it's not easy for both of us just to get on one night and do an hour-long video, so I'm actually going on an hour and ten minutes right now, so that's pretty good. Yeah, so it's usually mainly down to us, to be honest, like, if everyone else is there by volunteer, pretty much, like, we aren't paying them, they're just, you know, we, we, we send out a thing, like, hey, do you want to be on this? And then we kind of trial run them. We run through everything that they're the do's and don'ts. And so, yeah. So. So yeah. Thanks for watching, guys. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. And hopefully, I'll get to some uh, Smite and Titanfall videos. I still haven't decided on Titanfall, but you know, we'll see. And TechnicGuysGuy.com will be back up tonight. Thanks for watching, guys. Good night. See ya.